With the Pilots' Federation having turned everything off for a few hours today, and pilots disappearing mysteriously in the direction of the Cossack Nebula, the radio team have their feet up, enjoying a few pastimes. Okay, I've got one. Mad Passionate Lovers. Seven letters. Something, something, something. K, something, something, something. That would be bonkers? I don't follow. Oh, I get it. You wish. What's that you're looking at? Something long, pink and hard. That would be the Federal Financial Times then. Yep. Right. Next one. Play with boobs. One comma five. Hang on. Boobs isn't the question, it's the answer. It's a farce. It certainly is. And just to prove the point... Our mics are live. Good evening once again from Studio 5 with this week's show brought to you by the Hutton Orbital Radio News Team. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and joining me this week, and as this week's tech monkey extraordinaire, we have the Harry Balsack. Ook! Oh, hang on, that's ape, isn't it? Simeon, maybe. Centre stage on the trapeze. Pardon? Ape. It's the answer. The simian in the middle of the trapeze. You're trying to make a monkey out of me, aren't you? Well, if the cat fits. It's a puzzle. But one puzzle we can unravel is the list of headlines for this week. Welcome to the horizon. Did the dastardly Don double for drunken Dalt? Vegetable-based munitions? Will wonders never cease? Stranger danger for 10th Fleet Rangers. Never a crossword with the Pilots' Federation. The Dragon's Lair sets sail on a rescue. We bring you up to speed on Hutton Space. And it's time for an update on the community-led events. older listener will recall a time when it was a significant event getting your driving license. You took multiple lessons, learned how to reverse around a large rock, when to use the thrusters and to always stow your cargo scoop before boarding. Well, that was then. Now all you need to do is turn up and they give you a planetary approach suite for free. The clean-up squads have never been so busy picking up SRV debris from pilots who ignore the low-gravity warning message and pieces of ships from pilots who think they can dive-bomb Akinar 3 with impunity. Don't get me wrong, we're happy to see new people. I just wish they didn't clog up the helplines asking why their SRV exploded just because they left it on the surface whilst they went for a nap. No, we don't like planetary coordinates either, but it is possible to work out where you're going, and yes, it is annoying that the blue circle in the radar disappears just as you need it, isn't it? A new pastime has been created. 
that of old hands getting together for a drink in a space bar, watching the pilots with their new ship launch fighters take off, then spend an hour trying to get back aboard whilst being shot at, hearing cries of, Why aren't you attacking them? coming over the comm. There have been some questionable types trying to multi-crew for the first time, and I have to say that for some of you, you're never going to make progress chatting up the captain of the ship whose crew you joined. Not until you realise that it's not necessary to change every aspect of your hollow me by pushing all of the sliders to the left. Word has escaped from Chris Hankey's all-you-can-eat buffet and fleet carrier regarding onboard unrest. Such was the concern that BJ McKay, Tarrant and King Hankey were summoned back to the bubble to ride shotgun after rumours of a possible mutiny. Tensions were further heightened when it was discovered that several pistols had gone walkabout from the ship's armoury, or Hankey's bedside cabinet as it's otherwise known. Chief Clone Meister King Hankey ordered a matryoshka search of the entire ship and the ships within that ship and the ships within those ships and just in case, the glove boxes of the ships within the ships within his ship. Nothing. Not a sausage. Nada. Rien. King Hankey was just about to ask the searchers how many hands they needed to locate their own colon when it seemed that the location of the missing armament was all too clear as a large bang was heard outside. This turned out to be not a rifle, but someone upgrading Van Thayern's ship, for the self-styled Keeper of the Flame-coloured car was on board, though nowhere to be seen, as mechanics were working on his machine. It seems that they also moonlighted as the string section of an orchestra and were going on to a gig shortly as they all had violin cases. The carrier was set to depart, but there was an unexpected delay as Chris Hankey's DBX was, and I quote, sabotage. We suspect that this was just a diversion as no sooner had Chris, or Hankey clone hash 42157 as we know him, returned when there was a cry of fire and an oxygen-consuming conflagration is almost literally the last thing you want on board an enclosed spaceship. Obviously, Cecil with a raging thirst is worse, but as it doesn't do well to dwell on such things, we'll concentrate on the fire. Tarrant was sent to investigate, but cried off, as he claimed he had to wash the soot off his ship. He said that he was trying to sell it, and a photo was due to be published in this week's Astro Trader, so he wanted it looking his best but we have only his word for that at this point. Eventually, after an almost complete ship-wide search for the culprit and ships within ships, and you get the idea, they reluctantly came to the conclusion that the miscreant had to be in the captain's cabin. A cabin, mind you, that he'd given up for their guest of honour, the holder of the only known purple Hutton mug in existence, Van Thayern. As the posse arrived at the cabin, a swarthy, cackling figures was seen disappearing out of an airlock, leaving nothing but a faint whiff of his aftershave, aqua di acuge, a vague sense of unease, and the sound of a ship trying to dodge laser fire. Following the faint sounds of snoring, they located the pilot of the shady lady locked in a cupboard, filling the air with cigar smoke and surrounded by empty gin bottles. How the hell does Cecil do this day after day, he wailed, before collapsing at their feet and commencing to snore 
with just a little bubbly sound at the end of each outward breath. And that's all we have from the hanky clone carrier at this time. So on that bombshell, it's time for another bong. With the NMLA doing the darndest to use Thargoid technology to blow everything up, AXI trying to blow the Thargoids up with everything, and everything trying to blow up any passing trucker, Hutton's Innovative Weapons Division have unveiled their latest designs. Agricultural systems are often ill-equipped to deal with ne'er-do-wells that stop by to pinch their pumpkins, steal spice, or for their latte, and snaffle their truffles. So Hutton Boffins have been hard at work designing the latest in cunningly designed defence vegetables to keep them safe from marauders. Intensive research into the deadliest of agricultural armaments led them from the cheese toaster napalm pickled cheese toasty, rendering your opposition unable to speak due to the roof of their mouth being boiled into a pink pulp, through grandma's oat cake cannon rounds that are said to be able to pierce even the toughest reinforced hulls, and right out the other side to super microwaved apiornis egg bombs that, when detonated, have been known to take out whole city blocks with shrapnel. Visiting amateur chef and professional mischief maker Commander Palantir has discovered a hitherto as of yet unexploited, suggestively shaped vegetable munition, the aubergine explosion. Whilst knocking up a quick lunch for the lab boffins, he neglected a key step in Miss Beaton's How to Cook Rude Vegetables and put his aubergines in the industrial oven without the right preparation. After 30 minutes or so at 160 degrees, he opened the oven to see that the lines of humorously shaped vegetables had swollen even more humorously than before and were making a strange hissing and whistling noise. At which point, he pulled out his temperature probinator and gave one of them a prod to see if it was done. This set off a chain of events that put most of the research team under the care of Nurse Wayeth. And that oven is definitely not going to be the same ever again. The inflatable aubergine exploded, which set off the next one. And the next. And the next thing anyone knew, superheated projective aubergine innards were popping and whizzing around the room, sticking to hungry diners. The screams could be heard from over a mile away as everyone ran for cover. The boffins, once lathered in medicinal ointments to take the sting away, had been taking notes as to whether fields of aubergines could surround their valuable supplies and be fitted with laser-beam-triggered auto-ovens to act as a deterrent to passing pirates. All of this for want of a little prick. Remember, truckers, never fail to poke your aubergine. The system of Mittahas on the face of it is an uninteresting place. Until recently, it was just a small trade stop for passing ships with nothing much of note to draw people in their numbers. This was until one of the Brewer Corporation fleet carrier ship and gift shops was launched to supply space behemoths to the masses, or at least those with over 5 billion credits in the bank and income to support the tritium habit. The 10th Hawk Squadron, Local caretakers had very little to do other than sit back and enjoy their maple syrup, look at pictures of moose, and of course be dreadfully polite to everyone they met. This system caught the eye, however, 
of someone entirely less polite and more maraudery. The 11th Squadron. 11th Squadron. An expansionist faction with a hunger for stuff that belongs to other people and the mission to expand in a straight line that away picked Mitnahas as something they wanted. To give the 11th credit, they can they contacted the 10th and asked if they asked nicely if they could have it. But the 10th were busy listening to Celine Dion records and bashing each other with hockey sticks. Sue. 11th took on 10 and 10 woke up realizing that 11 was bigger than 10 and had one up on them. They called on help from jobbing trucker Farkup, who popped over to lend a hand, but was met by Hutton's worst enemy. No, not the code, not federal forces, but lawyers. Handing over reams of paperwork, the invading 11th, 11th, were given a counter-proposal by Farkup, but both parties appear to have filed them unread, and they round cabinet under the desk and popped open their hard points. Consulting both Leah, Wolf and Alvin on the rules de rigueur, the Hutton admin team were at pains to point out that the home team was always the one that should be supported, as a pilot's home is his castle, and there's no place like home. Hutton have attempted to bring the 10th and 11th closer through heavy negotiating, asking whether 11th can just borrow the system for a few weeks before going on their merry way once again. As of yet, no accord has been reached and the system has headed into a pending war. It looked like the shipyards will be temporarily under new management fairly shortly, but Hutton stands ready to help bring the 10th back into play. After their runaway success with the rejuvenation of Galnet, the Pilots' Federation has unveiled de facto plans to move their core business from managing galactic resources on behalf of its members, i.e. every pilot, to that of mass entertainment. Yes, it may be taking the pee, but they quietly released the pilot episode of Blankbusters from Krypton, a puzzle-solving show that makes only Connect look like catchphrase, forcing the contestants to decipher a 3D puzzle that's more fiendish than a 3D life-size jigsaw of a cubic kilometre of outer space without the picture on the lid. The hapless players were forced to wait for letters to arrive one at a time. Slower than a winged messenger brings playing cards, with clues in binary and ASCII, and then rearrange them into a well-known phrase or saying before the music stopped. And they weren't allowed to hear the music. With only one-ninth of the answer revealed, they had to show that they possessed the brain of a cryptic crossword champion, the crypto skills of the entire contingent at Bletchley Park, and could look at things from a different angle as if they were possessed of a human lens lock combined with a Dick Tracy decoder ring. Uh, not to be confused with a Tracy decoder dick ring, believe me, you don't want to make that mistake twice. And what did they discover after they've been through the science zone? Guessed what 16 random words have in common, run up a wet travelator, scored 180 with three darts and pretended to be impressed to be playing on a giant version of a seaside amusement machine? He keeps watching the stones. I ask you, is that a suitable reward for all that work? Who is he? And how did he know that Jagger and Keith Richards were still alive in 3306? Should he keep watching them? At their rate, they don't move very fast, so I'm not sure they bear looking at for a long time. Perhaps they're different stones. Miners like looking at them, so it's good news for them, I suppose. Or is it an old broadcast from a very old Weight Watchers programme that had not converted to metric measurements? 
Someone should tell them that up here there is no wait. In space, no one can hear you scream. We scream. We all scream for ice cream. Cold sack. Maybe they're not stones. Maybe they're lumps of coal. Who knows? We just want to phone a friend. Here at Hutton Orbital Radio, we are always on the lookout for tales of daring do and dangerous rescues. One such mission was completed by the Fatherhood in recent days. Commander Slothbot Pralata, I'm going to say that one again. Commander Slothbot Pralata sent a plaintive distress call that he was drifting, lost in space. Fuel fading fast and pot noodle supply running low, some 10,495 light years from the bubble. He'd managed to run dry at Dry Eye AIPTX-1D7-0 and was in a truly desperate situation. The Fatherhood, which stands alongside Hutton as one of the larger and more lovely pilot groups out there in the galaxy, sprang into action immediately, commissioning the TFCS Dragon's Lair, piloted by Commander Legion 917th, or something like that, to head out at full thrust to the system and attempt a recovery and noodle resupply operation. Don't worry, this Dragon's Lair isn't 2D and isn't trying to kill you if you push the wrong buttons at the wrong time. And then again, it also isn't full of precious gold with a monster full of big teeth sitting atop it. It was reported on the Fatherhood News Network that the rendezvous was successful in short order. The stricken pilot tucked into a nice and spicy noodle and broth combo, and they were heading home to much applause. The return home was not without incident, though, as when the fatherhood returned, the motherhood was less than impressed that they'd just popped out and were gone for hours, and what time do you call this, and you without your coat, before menacing the poor fatherhood with a withering look. We love the fatherhood and their news broadcasts, and we feel their pain. After all, we've seen the look that Lael gives us when we stuff up and let influence drop in one of our systems. However, a for the mug to everyone involved, and keep on flying, you bad father truckers. Starting in Colononia this week, we have a word from King Hanky that there's an outbreak in Doriso. So there's actually something to do for a change. Unfortunately, not being as diligent as the Pilots' Federation flav favourite, Norma's extremely lovely cousin Commander Flossie, we don't have sources for cheap meds so that you can make a huge profit, but as there are only about three stations out there, I'm sure it won't take you long to find them. The bubble is reasonably steady at the moment. A handful of systems are above 60%, but they should be easy to get under control. Well, assuming anyone bothers to try. They're the same systems we talked about last week and no one took any action, so I'm not crossing anything in case I get cramp again. WISE 0855-0714 is a different matter. It's running a little too rampant. We need to get that under control before it interferes with our conquest of Narnia. Speaking of which, we have beaten Luton 347-14 Prison Connolly and taken control of their public tourism administration installation, whatever that is. We've got instructions to keep Operation Wolf on the back burner and go for Narenzi's organisation, the system owners, a challenging chase of over 40%, so I'm sure I'll be banging on about it in a month. Unless you all actually pull, pull your collective fingers out and get on with it. The Green Party of Samini are between us and Narenzi's organisation. 
but as they own nothing, we should be able to power past them without a conflict. So feel free to prove me wrong and make sure all the systems we inhabit are once again under the benevolent control of our glorious fluffy leader. Over to Norma. Hello, here is the news about events that are organised and run by you, the community. We've got an update from Commander Yannick about Expedition Mercury's Wings. Hi, this is likely to be the only major update before our launch. The first meetup for the expedition is coming up on November the 15th in the system which head sector DL-YD22 and on Body 1A. The meetup landing zone will be announced nearer the time. The meetup will start at 1900 in game time. This will be a pre-launch meetup for everybody to get to know each other and for some fun and games. Remember to bring your exploration ships and SRVs with you. I look forward to seeing you all there. If you're not already signed up with with the expedition, please do so this do this on the EDSM website under Expeditions. The big race news is that Elite Races 8WD SRV Endurance Championship is over. In a nail-biting two-stage final on Sunday night between QB McDowell Enterprise and Barreros Arsenal on Nidsun 4A, the battle was on for second and third place, with Shea Blackwood already unassailable in first. Strong contender for the silver medal, Commander Skur, was sadly detained elsewhere and unable to attend. With 11 drivers in the race, ultimately it all came down to the very final stage after Alec Turner was beaten by the nearest rival, Osashes, in stage A. His more cautious approach paid off in the end, though, as Oashes exploded during stage B, leaving Commander Turner to take the silver trophy, while Oashes had to settle for bronze. During a glorious fireworks celebration at the finish line, organiser Black Maze congratulated winner Shea Blackwood on his incredible driving, thanked everyone for their participation and promised more race events to come. The overall standings for the top five at the end of the championship were as follows. Shea Blackwood, 126 points. Alec Turner, 90 points. Osakshis, 70 points. Skur, 68 points. And Quank Larsen, 56 points. More news on the Titan Contractors and Trip Epsilon visiting the Generation Ships. They had a vote amongst the participants and they've tightened the schedule because they wanted to give pilots who were new to Horizons the opportunity to experience that content without being tied up for such a long trip. As a consequence, they're now jumping four times a week, twice on Saturdays and twice on Sundays. Sort of, if it's Tuesday, we must be in the Colsac Nebula and the whole trip will now finish on the 22nd of November. Details at bit.ly, tripepsilon, hashtag tripepsilon on their Discord channel. With just over three weeks to go until the race weekend for Speedball 4. Details at bit.ly sb4forum with a capital F 
the first period of training is over, with the current range of top speeds spanning from 3,000 to 3,600 metres per second. The consensus is that this venue is much more newcomer friendly than previous iterations. Veterans, however, will find the low gravity means an even closer leaderboard, making extracting those final metres per second all the more crucial. A word of warning and a cautionary tale from Alec Turner, who wishes he had thought of inventing speedball first. With a number of carriers in system, it's tempting to dock at the most convenient fleet carrier upon arrival. As Commander Turner found out, that carrier might not want to stick around, and he ended up more than 1,300 light years away from the location the next day. Be smart, only dock at the official speedboat carrier, the Letherbreak. Hear more on the official bubble shuttle service, the Speedball FAQ, and the most underused racing ships next week. And that's it for the community news. If you've got an event you'd like us to feature, please get in touch. And thank you very much to the entire radio team there. And we apologise again for the interruption halfway through that broadcast. Um, I think we forgot to feed the Tech Monkey. Tech Monkey, are you feeling better? I'm fine, thank you. I don't know. Something was eating my frames. They were eating your, your frames. And, and, and how are your frames now? Are they, are they perched on your nose? Yes, they're fine, thank you. I, I, was, I was actually saying to the crew before, when, before we started the show, I, I, was, I was getting ready um, and I thought, well, I can't see out through my glasses. I don't know what, what the problem is. I wiped them, they were clean. And I thought, there's something on them. Scraped it off. Bloody aubergine, wasn't it? It's Stuck more, on there. It exploded. Yeah. Exploded on my glasses. You think any of the news is made up? It is all absolutely approximately true every single one of the articles but anyway look before we get into the main show and all the banter we have an important message so hutton as many of you know is a close community of friends from us here on the radio team to those of us that get together every week or in person a few times a year to the far-flung friends who meet online and get up to all sorts of shenanigans it has a big family feel to it and we do our very best to take the very best of care for one another. So it is always terribly sad when one of our big family has sad news. And unfortunately, this week is one of those weeks. PBSF Ghost, a long-standing trucker, Pixel Bandit and all-round good egg, passed on the terrible news that his partner of over 30 years and love of his life, Mary, passed away this week. Our love, thoughts and most heartfelt condolences go out to him and his family. Mr. J, your friends are here whenever you need, whether just to talk or provide what little measure of comfort we can. Rest in peace, Mary. You were and are loved. Thank you for that. That was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, and and we we know that PBSF Ghost has actually joined us um, on the show this evening uh, in the in the Twitch channel as well. So uh, we we know that um, you're listening in, and um, yeah, all, all our love. And uh, we are going down to the green room later, and um, I'm sure everybody in the green room will join us in in sending a, a big hut and hug uh, your way as well. Anyway, we do have uh, the rest of the show to get on with. Um, so we do also, you know, to go with the sad news, have some have some 
happy news as well. Um, happy birthdays, actually. Um, Amelia. Yes. Happy birthday for yesterday. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. You were telling us you didn't have cake. I didn't, no. It, it was a completely and utterly uneventful day. Um, I, I, It was only noon before my wife even said happy birthday to me. <laughs> Um, but no, because because we're still on lockdown, we can't really do much. So we can't go out for a meal. We can't do anything really. So it was a little lackluster. But uh, you know, it's a lockdown you, birthday. You guys could all sing happy birthday. You know that cheer me up. <laughs> well, we, we 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 could do well because we got we got a second. We've got a we've got a second one as well though because today is another birthday. It is Mr. Shanty, aka Listeroy sixty nine, aka Mr. Winard, aka the the the. Oh my goodness! You need to wash the, this one out with bleach brain. <laughs> the, the ambassador for Doncum and and, and the porno star Docker. <laughs> yes. Oh, and yes. and the porno <laughs> no himself, Mr. Shouty's birthday as well. So um, for for Shouty as well, happy birthday, Mr. Shouty. Happy birthday, Shouty. Uh, are we, we going to do this? Should we sing? Yes. All out of time, shall we? Yes. Happy yes. birthday, birthday to, to, to you. Happy, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Shouty to me. Don't send me to the studio. She's a golly good fellow. But they are jolly good, yes. See, that, that, to... that just makes everything worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> you think no, that no, was I... bad? You should have been at my birthday when the rugby girls sang. <laughs> Litho Breaker's ears. You were. <laughs> Litho Breaker's ears are suffering. Beetlejuice. Oh, no, Beetlejuice just set fire to something. Oh, that was a fail from Beetlejuice. <laughs> and in fact, given the time of year, it's actually Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. We've got to yes. say. Yes. Who's that in the Apparently. corner of the studio? <laughs> Who's in the studio? Oh, that's that's Norman just crying in the corner. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, join, joining us obviously on the show. You, you've heard Amelia. Happy birthday again, Amelia. Uh, you've heard uh, Flossie. Good evening, Flossie. Good evening. We're not going to do the how have you been because we're going to do that in the green room so um, we can chat to everybody. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. We don't care how you've been until later. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we, we've got um, the man of the runs himself. It is the Dead Meat GF. Good afternoon. We have the apology officer. Hello. Who's having difficulty telling difference between the number 10 and 11. I've always already had one question. So which one Which one are we helping, 10 or 11? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's one of those. It's one yes. of those. Help yeah, one of those. It's it's one of. The, I was going to say it's the one that owns the system at the moment, but that might That'll change sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, that would be 10th. But then if the 11th take over... Then it would be the eleventh, so we would have to help the eleventh against the tenth. No, we wouldn't now, because the tenth against the eleventh. No, but no, the tenth are home. Against, yeah, the tenth are at home. So we help the tenth against the eleventh. But if the eleventh take over the system, it will be their system, and then we. No, it's not their home. No, but it's not their home. Ah, oh, is it not their home? Is it the no. second home? No, it's not even their second home. Not it's about the twelfth home. Ah, oh, no. no, they're just they're at it then. No, we help the tenth yeah, yeah. then. It, it's their extra holiday house. Yeah. Yep. But we think they're just after the after the brewery from the Brewer Corporation. That's fair. That's fair enough. Then let's help the eleventh. <laughs> no, don't do not help the eleventh. <laughs> anyway, well, it's the, the reason for all the Canadian references, of course, is Commander Farcup is is our resident Canadian. I think from Canadiana. 
from Canadiania, yes, uh, which is a bit like Colonia Nonia, but it, yes. a bit closer. Less cool. Um, <laughs> and a little colder, I understand. Um, but the, um, yeah, and I, th I think it's one of Farcup's buddies is with the 10th, and it's their home system. So we said, look, we're busy at the moment. And I'm just gonna, going along to, to Dead Meat before I say hi to everybody else. Um, we're busy with stuff, aren't we, at the moment? But we might go and lend a hand in a bit once we finish Narnia. We are busy, but any spare resources will be over there. And obviously, once we're done, we'll be all over it. Help yeah, the 10th, absolutely. not the 11th, because the 11th or the 11th, and you'll be helping the 11th, invaders. 11th. 11th. Yes. 11. And, and obviously, on the buttons this evening, and doing desperately to stop the studio from catching fire, is uh, Harry Ballsack, also known as Palantir. Good evening again. Uh, yes, the, the Bernie-faced pillock. Bernie. <laughs> I, I was expecting silence there, Palantir. Checking everything with this temperature probinator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pop, bang, ow. Yes. Somebody they, give me some cream. a very loud noise. <laughs> so, drowned slightly by the cry of, oh, boo. Oh, aubergine. If only it was 40 mm. years ago, you had written into that's life. <laughs> well, I've got an odd shape. Oh, yeah, I've got a thingy shaped like a vegetable. No, that's not right, is it? No. <laughs> Uh, hopefully it's not the colour of an aubergine either, because that's definitely wrong. It's oh, wrong parts of my face are where parts of my face are where they got hit. <laughs> it's gone purple, dark purple. Yes, well I've got this. I've got a. I've got a scab on my chin where a bit of oh, you revolted hit me. So, oh, and, it, and I've got no. so I've got flossy. So so it's a it's a bit of a. <laughs> Talk about, talk about first world problems, eh? I know, I, I, I know, but I have a scab in my chin where my roasted aubergine exploded <laughs> when I probinated it. I slipped on my mashed avocado in the kitchen and <laughs> so bruised myself. Yes. Well, it fell off the toast. The cleaning so. lady's going to be furious. It's, 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 well, it's, it's hardly the same as a duelling scar, but I'll take what I can get. You know. Yes. It's not the kind of thing you'd sort of oh. see uh, the Witcher proudly showing off after a battle with some monster, is it, really? I tell you what, though, I would pay money to see people dueling with roasted aubergines. <laughs> Inflated, roasted, Inflated ready roasted to burst aubergines. aubergines. Yes, and temperature probinators. <laughs> Fire in the hole! Ah! <laughs> no, it just hit me on the face. Yes. Imagine if Amelia went to the planet of the aubergines with a Galnet food digest and had to tread very carefully for fear of setting <laughs> so one dangerous. off. It's like yes. one of the galaxy's most dangerous foods. That really in the is. middle of summer, these, these aubergines are positively twitching, ready to go boom. Mm -hmm. Oh dear, the mental images. Uh, talking of mental images, yeah, we, we do have a Galnet food digest coming up later cause after your after your Doringus truffles last week. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Doringus truffles. Yep. Um, so, okay, well, there's been big news this week, or in the last day or so, because the, yeah. the, the puzzle we were talking about, the, the cross between the Krypton factor and, um, yeah, I'll have a pee-please bob and, and a, a little bit of the Crystal Maze went on, because the Pilots Federation were putting out funky pictures of binary and all sorts on their, on their various feeds in various colours, looking like some was hidden behind others and all sorts. But um, it it appears that there's... An event. Dum-dum-dum. Mm. Something's going on. Does anybody know what it actually all meant? I mean, it was something to do with some guy staring at stones, wasn't it? I thought they said it was a scary guy who got stoned. <laughs> a, scary, a scary stoned guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's a scary stoned guy in this Colsec Nebula, and everybody's gone over to, to help him, take him some munchies or something. Um, 
Yeah, so there is something going on over there. There are a number of systems which were... I think they were put up on the Galnet News. Peter might be covering it, Commander Wotherspoon, during the Galnet News Digest. It might be a special. Um, so we might find out more about it later. But as we understand, there's a distress call. There's a ship that's been out there for 200 years. Uh, they were incognito, in mufti, and definitely on something top secret. And I think somebody's plotted the course of where they've been in the last 200 years. So I think um, Cannon and Sustella are out there hunting with their tinfoil hats on and trying to work out what's been going on. I'm out at the ship now. Are you at the ship? I'm at the Colsack yeah. Nebula and then I'm lost. Uh, I got there and I thought, right, what next? And I've stopped. But the place is full of fleet carriers, so I don't know. Just, just follow all the fleet carriers, wherever they yeah. were. I just aimed for that 5B planet and then I saw a ghost ship. I don't think I'm in the right system yet. There's no you saw the ghost There ship. are no planets in this system. Just a star and lots of fleet carriers. Turn, turn your wing beacon on, Flossie. We'll come and find you. Did, did your friend send you there, Mayor? <laughs> I don't have friends. You know that. That's cruel. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there is something going on. Commander Wotherspoon might be mentioning it later during the Galnet News Digest, so we're not, we're not going to talk too much about it for the time being. But um, uh, do, That's do a relief because I'm clueless. Well, no change there then. Um, so we've we've got the Galnet News Digest, we've got the Galnet Food Digest, we've got an advert and some music, and we've got a bit of Beetlejuice artwork coming up. The absolutely real sports report. The absolutely real and not confusing in any way sports no, report. No, no. Well, we've we've made sure that they're as clear as they can be. And to give everybody some warning, we're doing a green room week this week, which means at the end of, just so you know when, at the end of the sports report, we are going to be doing the Galnet Food Digest. And at the end of the Galnet Food Digest, we're going to be going over to the green room. So if anybody wants to come and join us and say hi, um, you want to get your TeamSpeak server and point it at TS, that's tangosierra.forthemug.com uh, that's not a website address that is the server address you put into teamspeak ts.forthemug.com you'll find uh, a green room there there is a live broadcast chat enabled and a radio green room silent um, the live broadcast chat enabled allows you to listen to the live broadcast up until we come and say hi to you and we'll probably go in there and say hi to anybody that's in there and find out about their week usual rules apply we'll say hi we'll chat to you tell us all about the great time you're having in your spaceship if you run out of things to say you say for the mug and we move on to the next person and if you ramble on for too long we'll yell for the mug at you and move on to the next person as well unless it's fascinating Right, so we've got, uh, what have we got first, um, Tech Monkey? We've got, ah, yes, just for all those poor, sad, lonely and abandoned widows and widowers, um, we have a special advert for you before we move on to the next bit. Are you a Hutton widow? Does your significant other spend all their time on the road? Have your children forgotten what one of their parents looks like? Does their flight suit come home stained and filthy? Join us on Hutton Widows Net for mutual support. 
Before the double act that is Wotherspoon and Beetlejude arrive to amuse us with their japes, folderols and fact-swallowing that's more impressive than any feat of daring and bravery seen in the galaxy in all of its long life, we have a song. The Canon research ship, the Gnosis, was put out to pasture with the advent of fleet carriers and now spends the twilight of its years as a tour bus, taking hordes of schoolchildren to see the sights of the galaxy, hoping to cram at least one fact into their ungrateful little heads. But we must not forget the contribution that this ship has made to our understanding of phenomena, and Commander Tokoso certainly has not, as he's written a tribute to the grand old dame of Dr. Arkanen's fleet. Those of you tuning in via the medium of vision will also see that the song has added visuals from Commander Caltern. You can view it all on galweb at canon.science. The song is called All in the Name of Science.
at News Digest, 29th of October, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's News Roundup... Stones in the coal sack. Refugees thank charitable commanders. Six hours of silence. Stones in the coal sack. Following the arrival of a mysterious uncrewed ship in the Chukkan system earlier today, investigators have begun to unravel a centuries-old trail that may lead to the Colsack Nebula. Messages intercepted earlier this week spoke of watching the stones in the Colsack Nebula and of a geologist reporting the deaths of everyone in a planetary survey team. It appears that these messages may have come from the megaship Adamasta, which is currently in orbit around Chukkan 5b. The Adamasta is known to have passed through the HIP 6159-5, HIP 64011 and HIP 65201 systems. It may be that more information about what happened to the crew may be discovered in those systems. Although there is no one on board, and although almost all records on the ship have been wiped, several short logbook entries have been partially decoded. They give descriptions of star systems, a K-class star with 11 planets, an M-class star with a metallic planet, and an A-class star. Search parties have already been dispatched to the Colsack Nebula. There are reports that something may have been found in at least one of the three systems described. Refugees thank charitable commanders. Marlinist refugees have thanked commanders who helped provide food and shelter over the past week. The refugees started arriving in federal systems after terrorist attacks against imperial targets prompted a clampdown on Republican sympathisers. Sufficient assistance was received to cater for the needs of refugees in the LTT-3607, Charunder and Eniad systems. However, refugees in the Thetis, LTT-1935 and HIP-36081 systems have not received any aid and it may be several weeks before the promised aid comes from the federal government. It is not clear at this stage what the consequences of this might be. Speaking on behalf of the refugees who received aid, Dr Jenna Fairfax, a community leader amongst the Marlinists, thanked the commanders who provided help through Safeguard Interstellar. She said that many of the refugees plan to remain in the Federation, a place where democracy is welcomed. The Federal Congress voted on Tuesday to grant temporary citizenship to all refugees from the Empire. Six hours of silence. Pilots' Federation routine maintenance plans went wrong today, leading to flight control systems throughout the galaxy going offline for more than six hours. No ships were able to take off or land during this time, and all communication systems were unavailable. Commanders were reduced to discussing what holovids they were looking forward to seeing. The Pilots' Federation has denied that this downtime is related to the granting of Horizon's landing permits to all commanders on Tuesday. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news. We read the news so you don't have to. 
and, uh, and it's a bit colder. And then as we move further down, it's, it's a bit colder. Uh, and then it gets really cold over this area uh, and even colder here because it's space. Back to you, Ron. Thank you, Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. Wotherspoon's not going far as we're about to hear how he spends his spare time. Then we're on to Flossie with this week's CG News. It's time for a quick peek behind the curtain. A series showing the lives of our radio crew when they're away from Studio 5. This time it's Commander Wotherspoon. Commander Wotherspoon, known as the Rumpelstiltskin of the galaxy, owing to his ability to spin news and entertainment from literally anything, is different from the rest of the crew. He is a figure apart, as it were. So secure in his own worth that he has eschewed the use of a comedy nickname. Ironically, his family slightly changed their name sometime in the 17th century to avoid being confused with the founders of a chain of all-day inns. Commander Wotherspoon, or as his friends call him, Lord Wotherspoon of somewhere posh, was originally brought onto the radio show to add much-needed gravitas and relief from the constant barrage of fart jokes which comprised the show up to that point. Wotherspoon drew sustenance from the teat of Galnet for years and grew rich on the profits from his twice-weekly broadcasts. His galactic following grew to encompass tens of viewers, and he looked certain to enjoy a long and prosperous future. But then, the news dried up, and his decline began. Now reduced to one broadcast per week, where the inhabitants of Lave throw coin out of a sense of solidarity and that it's amazing that he can produce anything at all, this master storyteller has been forced to become a sort of Lord Peter of Whimsy and to belittle himself by appearing in the same studio as the other presenters. He is maintained these days by the Sisters of Mercy from the Home for Distressed Gentlefolk on Rigel 5, where he can still be heard saying in a reedy voice, So you don't have to. News. Last week's CGs, the Federal Initiative to Deliver Supplies for Malinist Reviews and Federal Initiative to Protect Supplies for Malinist Refugees, both finished at just under Tier 4. This means that LTT 3607, Shonda and Anid, will be supported. Due to a glitch, it seems all participants ended up in the top 10 commanders receiving 10 million credits each. 
And that's all for this North News CG's uh, to report. Uh, that's all for this week's CG Hello. News. told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. Here's hoping that it's not long before the next CG's come our way, after people have finished exploring the ghost ship. It's time now for the Apology Officer to bring us up to date with what's been happening in some of the smaller sports arenas out in the galaxy. Welcome to Hutton Sports Report, brought to you by the Hutton Helper, the only known automated cockpit assistant that smells ever so faintly of fish on Thursday mornings. Let the Hutton Helper assist you with all of those awkward senior moments. No longer do you have to ask, what did I do yesterday? As all the Hutton Helper, know, as the Hutton Helper knows all, and puts it all on hot.forthemug.com for everyone to see. Put the Hutton Helper in your cockpit today and be the envy of all your friends. Not all your friends will be impressed and some may even question your life choices. Hutton Helper Inc. cannot be held responsible for any results from telling your friends how you spend your time and may not improve your chances of passing on your genes. See website for full details. So, to this week's all-too-often-neglected sports curated from a list of several thousands. Oh yes, we can keep this nonsense up indefinitely. And presented for your delectation, the script reads titillation, but I can't say that and keep a straight face, consists of the No Journey Too Long trophy held over 12 furlongs, or would be if a furlong was over 12 light years instead of 660 feet, the No Cargo Too Small Cup, awarded to the pilot who can toss their wood the furthest using both hands. The profit margin never really mattered at all, Charity Shield, given to the pilot who has most selfishly brought Alvin the most doggy treats. The, excuse me, the we're going to take the cargo where it's needed today and let's hope some pirates are going to get it in our way. Bounty Hunter by Weave Shield, also known as the come on then if you're hard enough, tough mother race. The super cruising all across the Milky Way and fighting foes and zones with my beaming ray, heavyweight championships. The we'll take anything, anytime, anywhere, loading up the T9s to the brim with fares, sightseeing to bus rally. The No Journey Too Long trophy had a surprise winner in the form of a scourge of pirates everywhere. Alex Zuno comfortably beating Comet Bond into second place with a respectable, if not spectacular, score. The No Cargo Too Small Cup brings us a new name. Jatar Briel or Birel beats Christopher Hankey by 13 wickets, two no trumps and the Mr Bun the Baker. The profit margins never really mattered at all. Charity Shield showed that a compassion showed that compassion fatigue is a real thing, as the almost as the event raised almost a record low amount this week, and consequently the prize will be held over to next week as a rollover. The we are going to take the cargo where it's needed today, and let's hope some pirates are going to get in our way. Bounty Hunter by Wave Shield was won by nope, not Alex Zuno though he did come second, showing that you can't afford to take your eyes off the ball, especially if it's in the trousers of the private you're ch- of the pirate you're chasing, allowing Ver- Verlaran to shoot past at the last fence and cross the finishing line with a score that we haven't seen for many a week. In the super crazy, all across the Milky Way and fighting foes and zones with my beaming ray, heavyweight championship brought to brought Kuroi Kutsumi to the fore leaving second place, the original bastard, 
if not in the dust, at least in the gravel. There was a battle royale for the we'll take anything, anytime, anywhere, loading up the T9s to the brim with fares, sightseeing tour bus rally, and propelled Darkness CS101 into the limelight, beating Freaky Eyes by no more than thickness of Alvin's favourite blanket. But a win is a win, so well done. The classified results were transmitted to us in Morse code via Space Twitter and have been decrypted by writing them on a big piece of paper and squinting at the pattern from a distance. But we're confident some of them are right. Alex Zuno, 86. Comet Born, 36. Jatar Berel, 69. Christopher Hanke, clone, 56. Verlaran, 373. Alex Zuno, 304. Kuroi Kitsumi, 36. The Original Bastard, 28. Darkness CS 101, 345. Freaky Eyes, 343. Albion Rovers 1, Queen of the South 2. Brecon City 2, Cowden Beef 2. Hackhole Caledonian Thistle, 0. Wolf 25 Juniors, 0. Grace Brothers, M3! On the buses, I hate you, Butler! That's one score draw and one no score draw for your hut and pool scooping. The stewards have checked for the clay pot from the Oracle and the Delphi system, as opposed to the Oracle in Reading, and have cleared and have declared that Commanders Jatar Berel and Darkness CS 101 have won themselves a hut and decal, which they can put in their ships and SRVs. Please email I took part at huttonorbital.com so you can collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a cardboard cutout which you draw around and then colour in. I understand that's a popular pastime. Commanders Jatar Berel and Darkness CS 101 had the Hutton helper installed and they just went out and did what truckers do and they won themselves a decal. Why don't you go to hot.fathermug.com and download or register for the Hutton helper and maybe your name will be up in lights. I still think that's a strange thing to do with intestines, but I don't make the rules. Oh, thank you, I think, to the apology officer. <coughs> Personally, I don't think those are real sports results. Yes, but, they are. But no one tells me anything around here. We're yes, we do. A, we're going to have a commercial break now. With no, we're not. About dockers. <laughs> As a special salute to birthday boy Commander Shouty himself. No, it's then not. It'll be, <laughs> then it'll be time for Amelia to tell us what she's been sticking in her mouth this week. No, she no, won't. She won't. <laughs> you are rotten, you really are. <laughs> no, we're not. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Alpha Centauri. The closest star to the Sol system. A mere 4.37421 light-years. The Alpha Centauri system is home to three stars. The binary pair, Alpha Centauri A and B, and a small, faint red dwarf, Alpha Centauri C, better known as Proxima Centauri. Orbiting Proxima, bathed in its gentle glow, lies the paradise that is the water planet Eden, and orbiting that, Hutton Orbital, a busier-than-usual outpost, the little outpost that could. 
Fain for the somewhat lengthy and perilous journey you have to undertake to make the point two two light year trek to reach the station. Floating in the dark, a safe haven for anyone who manages to get there, but currently suffering from a terrible widespread infection of mods. Mug ownership deficiency syndrome. crew are not in Barnard Station this week, as they are helping out in a charitable community goal taking part in Alpha Centauri at the far-flung outpost of Hutton Orbital. Commander Waz, your dock blocking. Please vacate the only pad as soon as you've dumped your load. Thank you. If you'd like to join the back of the queue, we'll deal with your docking request as soon as possible. Actually, uh, I... I don't need to dock here. I've forgotten my load. Hear that, Sean? This idiot has forgotten his cargo. What an arse. Still, it's nice to be doing charity for once, them poor kids with mods. Well, David Brubin insisted we all move to Hatton Orbital for the duration of the community I know, goal. but I feel like I'm doing my bit. Okay, sir, dump your scrap over there. Blimey, it's mounting up. I feel sorry for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding? No, I don't. Okay, who's next in the queue? In the docking bay, Jack Softlot is struggling to cope with the mountains of donations that have arrived from well-meaning commanders. What do you mean there's no time for a copper at this station? Have a mouth like a honey-covered trumble. Could be worse, you could have mods. Or worse, that you could try and find a mug for two girls one. Then. There must be so much we can use to make a brew around here, though. Hold on. I have just the thing. What the hell is that? This one is called a fleshlight. It can hold five pints. Well, don't just stand there. Fill her up. That may take some time. Oh, you mean with tea? Right away. Strong smoky flavour. We're just a hint of salt. Dockers was created using assets and imagery from Elite Dangerous with the permission of Frontier Developments PLC for non-commercial purposes. It is not endorsed nor reflects the views or opinions of Frontier Developments and no employee of Frontier Developments was involved in the making of it. All music used in this episode was royalty-free and licensed for use through Pond5.com. Tune in next time for more Dockers. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Gullnet Food Digest. I try the galaxy's most rare and dangerous foods, so you don't have to. After recovering from the delights that were last week's phenomenal flavours, 
this week, we're heading for something a little more meaty and unusual. Sometimes the galaxy throws us megafauna and flora of truly gigantic proportions, and Irukama is just such a place. The planet of Irukama 1 is a water world in the process of being terraformed. With no native complex life, but orbiting in the Goldilocks zone of the nearby star, it was a perfect candidate for seeding with life. The terraforming team, once they had built atmospheric processors to make it habitable for human life, seeded it with hardy species of plants and animals, and through the wonders of technology, rapidly accelerated the process of evolution. This, as so often happens, has led to a number of unintended consequences. The manipulation has now ended, but the creatures roaming the plains and forests of the islands on this world are anything but normal. Decontamination processes for the deployment of creatures managed to miss a pair of common or garden garden snails. The giant Urukama snail that now roams the planet has evolved well beyond its genetic ancestors, with species now occupying both the land and oceans. It's taken on the role of dominant herbivore. By giant, we mean this mollusk is big, really big. Full-grown adult snails are the size of two large bull hippos, sporting shells that make even the biggest garden shed look like a small cupboard. Their voracious appetite takes them from forest to forest, stripping trees to their heartwood within minutes and devouring whole groves in under an hour. The crunching and munching as they make their way through a wood is a terrifying noise, and the sight of one chowing down on a willow tree, like you or I would hoover up a plate of spaghetti, is one that will stay with me for a very long time. As with many herbivores, the giant snail has, or should I say had, a natural predator. Packs of Urukama timberwolves developed a taste for their flesh and have developed cunning skills in tipping and eating their prey. In the seas, the wolves of the sea, giant megamouth sharks eat them whole, crunching shell and all. Whilst in the seas, the numbers are kept in check by predators, and the snails live in small kelp forests close to land, on land, their appetite has all but destroyed the natural habitat for the wolves, leaving them without a natural predator. Humanity has filled that gap, managing the numbers, and, as usual, discovering that the giant snail is a delicacy. Not very delicate, but a delicacy nonetheless. Freshly caught and cooked in giant vats with butter and enough garlic to keep vampires away in a five light year radius, they're carved into huge snail's steaks. Before cooking, they're heavily salted and their natural juices removed. They're sticky and icky and unpleasant to see or smell. But once cured and then cooked, they're a protein rich and surprisingly tender meal. Rare, well, with the natural habitat having been munched into oblivion, only managed herds of the giant snails remain. Their shells are much prized as survival shelters. But what about the danger? 
Well, these snails are large, almost impossibly large, and they're fast. A full-grown adult is capable of sustained slither of over 30 miles an hour. And their jaws, whilst normally used for chowing down on an oak tree, are more than capable of turning a human into mushed-up baby food in a couple of bites. But also, you don't want to get any of their natural slime on your skin. It's mildly acidic, which helps them digest their food, but it will leave you with caustic burns. But prepared, cooked and lathered in warm garlic butter or sautéed in cognac, these snails are a treat you should try. I'm Amelia Hawke, and I'm ready for Halloween for the next few decades due to the amount of garlic I've eaten with my escargot. No one will be taking a bite out of this reporter on a dark autumn night. This was the Galnet Food Digest. We tell tales of giant snails, so you don't you know you have to try one. We've heard rumors of the Urukama snail yard, and we're off to see the if the tales of hectares of ancient snail shells glittering in the sun are true. We won't mention the giant winkles because, um, well, they just make me snicker. Mics are clear. alive. You're not the only one that makes makes snigger. <laughs> I'm just oh no, I don't want to picture giant winkles. No, oh, or giant euphemisms for that matter. Thank you very much, Amelia. So these snails, snails, escargot. Oh my goodness! I mean, these aren't the sort of little things you pick out with a tiny little stick for you know in, <laughs> no, in dishes. No. I mean, you need you need a very big stick to pick these things out. I mean, they, they I mean, you see the pictures there by Beetle Jude. I mean, these things are like the size of small trees gargantuan snails yeah. yes and those those shells people use them as sort of garden sheds you know discarded shells um and and that the idea of the the irukuma snail guard as well you know a bit like the old elephant's graveyard job yeah we're just seas and seas of discarded shells all over the place yes. very picturesque but you know it, it does, but I mean, a 30 mile an hour voracious acidic snail charging at you has got to be one of the galaxy's more terrifying sights. That sucks up trees like eating spaghetti. Yes, my. Just. <laughs> yes. And these are chunky snails. These aren't the delicate ones with the little. I think with the pictures that Beetlejuice did, she's, she's got. Um, she, she went down and went all Jacques Cousteau and, and underwater and took some pictures of those ones with the pointy shells that live in the kelp forests. Um, but we're not talking about those ones. But we're talking about the we're talking about the big chunky ones. You know the the giant versions of the things that eat your root vegetables, yes. or at least the tops of them. Yeah, you wouldn't want to meet them in a dark garden. <laughs> you just hear this munching noise coming closer and closer. And you know you can't run. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, thank you very much for for that um, edifying experience there. I mean, the, the amount of travelling you do for this is is all over the place. Insane. I mean, these yeah. We we don't know where you're off to next. We think maybe maybe offer some tea. Tea is good. We like yeah. Tea. So the various the various galactic teas and afternoon tea with the Galnet Food Digest sounds There's like a very so pleasant. Many as well. Yeah, you know, do you have macarons or little sandwiches with the crusts cut off? 
with your Eth Grease tea. You mean cucumber sandwiches or, or the equivalent equivalent of cucumber sandwiches. Space cucumber. You have to put the put the word put the word space in front of it and it makes it yes. sound oh yeah. Space cucumber. Everything sounds awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, space signals, space chairs, space space legs. Are space legs better than real legs? Depends whether you're trying to get down from your loft or not. Oh, no, Beetlejuice <laughs> says Be- 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 Beetlejuice says she actually had to go and swim for those pictures. Um uh, which means she was braving the mega mouth sharks that eat the snails whole as well. So Oh um, my god. Yeah. The danger that Beetlejuice puts herself through to do these uh, pictures for us is yeah, impressive. Impressive. Right, so it is it's time for the green room. So let's have a look. Where is everybody hiding? Which green room are they in? It looks like they're in that one up there. Yeah, so the one chatting in, I think. Mm-hmm. What we have to do is we're all going to run up there, and then Sean's going to go up, and then we're going to grab the green room feed and throw it. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. Ventura, if Ventura's about, might be able to help us with this one. Ventura, are you there? No, I don't think he is. I think he's run away. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do this on our own. Right, yeah. so what we're going to do is we're all going to run upstairs. I'll be the last one to leave before Palantir, and then he's going to pop up, and we'll try and ban the green room feed. So, like, you lot, run, quick. Up the steps. There you go. Come on, open the door. That's it. <laughs> Find a seat. Right. I'm going to remove the green room feed from there. That's it. And off I go. Find a seat. Right. I'm safe. We've got the the Harry Balls. Yep. Yep. Good. Now, we've also got the radio green room feed silent. Let's move the gal midden out of that one and bring him in here. There we go. And welcome, everybody, to the once a month Hutton green room. It's nice to see you all in here. It's lovely to catch up there. We're just checking. Can we hear you? Can somebody shout? Oh, oh, hello. Oh, yeah, I can, I can hear her. I can oh, hear, I can hear voices. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's yes, them. but this time they're, they're outside of your me. head. Yes. I'm a complaint, that one. It's always <laughs> weird when that happens. So, um, oh, we, we're going to have to, we'll, we'll work through the list in, in oh, I don't know, in order. What order are we going to go with? We'll, we'll go with, um, we'll go with uh, Palantir, then me, then Flossie, Dead me, Amelia, and then the Apology oh. Officer, and then Yay. round again. Hey. I think that's going to work. We're not going to question to anybody. Oh, I'm sandwiched between two ladies. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. that wouldn't be the first time. So, Palantir, yeah. would you would you like to say say hi to our first guest? And I'm is he be... there or is he running? I'm here. Oh, you are there. I'm here. Oh yeah, go on then. Go on, say it him. I'm going to say. I'm gonna, here I go. The one with the dodgy barnet. Yeah. Yeah. Hayden, how you doing? I'm doing all right, thanks. How are you? I'm absolutely oh, fine. We might need to, might need to, to turn him. him up. No, I'll do that. Hang on. Push him up. There you go. Anybody else who's having trouble listening, right-click Aiden with your right-clicky and turn him up a bit. It sounds like he's in the cockpit of a a hauler. Or a very far away fleet carrier. Try again, shall we? Try again? Yes, I can hear you. Mm. Knock once for yes. (laughs) He's definitely in a hauler. Yeah. Can he? How the devil have you been? Um, I, I got older again. Um, nothing serious. Um, and uh, I've been doing stuff in the in the outer worlds. Hmm. Do tell. You you fascinate well, me strangely. Strangely. Oh well, there, there is this new. Well, I say new, but it became um, un- unexclusive recently. Uh, and I went, oh, okay, well, I, uh, I've spent a lot of time... I've spent a lot of time 
blow, you know, blowing stuff up with Baz and company. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now um, I, I needed a break because, well, there was a new game and I haven't, yeah, I haven't played it, so I'll play it. And? So, you know, pretty much fighting the uh, corporate overlords and trying to save all of my mates on a, on a colony ship. It's almost like I was in Elite Dangerous and there was some variety of event going on with missing colony ships. It's possible. That sounds spookily coincidental. And Yes. And, and how but, did but that work that, out for you? So... Yeah, I haven't finished. I haven't finished the game yet, so I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, should we let you get back to it? Then I mean, presumably we're, we're we're slowing you up. Uh, well, I can only do so much. Uh, there's only so much I can do. And anyway, I'm downloading the update for for Elite at the moment. So, I, you know, unfortunately, my laptop is five years old and can't do many things at once. <laughs> All right, we'll do one at a time. Talk to us, that's far more important. Oh, yes, but anyway, that's about it for me. Um, back in the office tomorrow um, for the mug. Thank you for the mug. Dave. And it, is it me? I have to ask, don't I? Yes, it is me, and it's my turn to talk to Amelia. Hello. So we know you had a birthday. Happy birthday once again. And obviously I think oh, Aiden's saying he had a birthday there as well. Happy birthday to Aiden. More Happy birthdays. Birthday. But with so many truckers about, it's, it's birthdays every day. It is. So we just say happy birthday to everybody. Um, so, so other than the birthday, which we, we heard about earlier, yeah. um, how was Tuesday? <laughs> uh, you managed to get yourselves out of the pickle. Um, barely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean barely? Deadbeat was legendary. <laughs> yes, you were getting very legendary roles that evening. I, I have to admit, they were some. And it was scary because you kept getting the same number, both of you at the same time. Yeah, and um, even when he said it and jinxed it, it didn't jinx it, so we were yeah. okay. But um, um, but but yeah. So I think last week you told us that that yes, you'd left all of us adrift in deep space. <laughs> and if I had my way, you would have stayed there. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but the, the team, the team, the team escaped, and you've got new new plots. Um, yes. Ready for them on a Tuesday night. Oh yes, yes. Um, you've you've managed to save yourselves, and uh, and so now you've got to figure out a way to drop off your contract because it's been like well overdue. Yeah, it's fine. He's still asleep in my bunk. I think you're overdue think... by about a month now. <laughs> well, 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 you know. <laughs> and it'll be another month or so before you even get into the section of space <laughs> that you need to be in because you missed your. No, weekend. there was no due date. Not on that one. No, definitely, definitely no, no, no date, no expiry date. It was, a, date on it was a rush to catch him up. It wasn't to, the rush to drop him off. Uh, that's a good point, actually. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, other than that, I mean, you've seen the messages today about uh, people staring at stones. I mean, that's one of your favourite hobbies: staring at stones and then blowing them into itty bitty bits. Yes, I think mean, I love mining. Oh god, you love, I love mining. Me. Have you been mining? I haven't. I, sh I should have really taken my birthday day as a mining day, really. Is that, is that an official thing? Can you apply to Lael Wolf? Uh, I'm taking today as a mining day. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. You yeah, know, I mean, do, you, do you still get holiday pay and things for mining days? Um, well, one would presume so. Why not? 
<laughs> I was I was about to say you take a day in loo, but that has connotations, you know, for the for the new. I really don't. I don't want to no. take a day in three. Especially <laughs> not cubicle three. That's a consequence of a curry evening. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I survived cubicle three pin badge. Um, oh, so we you have to get those made. Oh, well, I've got a box of them downstairs ready for the next event. That never, well, the event that never happened. I have a box of I survived cubicle three pins thanks to a, a commander downstairs waiting for the next live event as well. Oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> man. But obviously, if the live event doesn't happen, we might have to come up with spurious reasons why, why to hand out lots of I survived cubicle three pins. Oh, that, that sounds so cool. Yeah. What, they, whatever it is, nice. I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the people who get summoned to the punishment detail or the naughty step. It's incentive to do wrong. <laughs> no, you don't do it. Oh. Yeah. No. It, it's, 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 the, it's the booby prize. Oh, no, yes, it is. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I have already mean, plans to, to go out and stare at rocks like some of these people in the messages, or um, are, you, are you giving it a rest from the uh, waggling your joystick? No, I'm, uh, I haven't been able to get on, on it as much as I'd like, but um, I do plan on heading out. I'm actually hoping to head out tomorrow uh, for a little mining, uh, or, or at least this weekend. So um, I'll probably jump here on, on here on TeamSpeak while I'm doing it, if anyone wants to chat. Just keep an eye well, out You might me. find some of the banter bus about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll be on here as well. I always am when I jump in, so... Oh, that sounds good. And obviously, if people want to sort of join in, um, they can always say, you know, chat to them, give them a wing request, and they can come or maybe sit in the passenger seat while you blow things up. Yeah, everyone's welcome to. You're always welcome to come along if ever I'm heading off on a mining trip. Everyone has multi crew. There's no excuse. It's a very, very good point. Yep. Unless um, you've got a small but ship. Then... Well, yeah. well, no, you can, you can join uh, me in my ship. Oh, you can yes. take control uh, of the oh. mining lasers. No. Oh. Blow, those, blow those rocks to smithereens. <laughs> I've never tried that. I might. I might have to join you. Um, we've we've had a, an, an urgent message that one of the green rooms busting for the loo and has to escape quickly. So we may need to shuffle the order temporarily. But um, Amelia, is there anything else before we do do a bit of shuffling before one of the green room um, representatives, uh, yeah, busts himself? Um, nope, just for the mug. For for the mug, excellent. Right, and um, well, can somebody grab the hanky before he explodes? Is it me? It's the hanky. Oh, yeah. Go on, grab the hanky before he, he, he he's busting. Okay, I guess you need to go quickly. So, um, yeah. what sort of a month have you had? Oh, very exciting one. I've been doing all sorts of stuff. Speak up, uh, Hanky. You're very quiet. I'm, uh, oh, uh, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. Got, yeah. I've got two fleet carriers. I took one fleet carrier on Tuesday to Corona, Polonium, and it's coming back tomorrow. And he had a little few mishaps on the way. Yeah, so I believe. <laughs> Some dastardly Don tried to do his worst to hijack my crew and everything. Oh, was the rogue. We got him his case. Caused a fire, though, which delayed the departure until Friday instead of Thursday. Oh, okay. back today, so about to get some repairs done. And unfortunately, we left Buck naked behind. Somehow. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else got there. So. But he didn't. He missed the. Well, I, I haven't oh, checked dear. yet. To be fair, I need to. I need to go and check uh, and disembark yeah. as well. So uh, yes. I'll be doing that tomorrow morning. I think. Well, you better <laughs> do it early tomorrow morning. It's departing at six a.m. Oh, I'm not going to be able to get off the boat. Oh, I'm not. I'm not ending up back in a bubble again. <laughs> I'm not getting off the boat that early. 
stop. Only 500 miles. Yeah. Uh, like Don't this. make him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Hanky's going to have an accident. Well, I, we, yeah. we know you had to get off, Hanky, so we, uh, yes. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. Thank oh, you yeah, very thank much you. for joining us. Thank Good you for the ball. Okay. Wash your hands. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> okay. See you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Well, that's buggered things up. <laughs> well, no, because you could talk to Ventura <laughs> if he was here. He's he's oh. exed himself. What about Maya? Yeah, talk to me. Oh, the apology officer. Yeah, you forgot you the apology officer. Oh, that's that's jolly talk safe then. Maya. You're very small and far oh, so, so actually, we've, <sighs> we've unbuggered ourselves. By, by bringing Hanky in, <laughs> otherwise I would have been talking to myself, as usual. Yeah, you would have been. Mia, what have you been sorry about this month? Uh, I, I, do you know, I haven't been sorry about much. I've been busy. I've actually done some things. I've done some mission running. Uh, I've done the last CG as well, got to top 10%. So I was running a load of... Uh, I was running food cartridges in for the CG. Do you know the ones that you put in the 3D food printer? And mm. it makes you up a burger or a hot dog or something like that. I, be, I was running those in. Um, so that was that was good fun. I had a quick go at the at the shooty uppy one, but there wasn't a lot to shoot at, so I just went back to running cargo again. Um, and that's pretty much been it. I'm out at the Coalsack Nebula, looking around about me, and all I can see is fleet carriers. Um, so I might have to come back and have a wee look at that uh, at the ghost ship and see what's going on with the ghost ship. That sounds like a lot of fun. That one. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Uh, apart from that, that's that's it for me this week. Um, so just for the mug. For the mug. And that leads me talking to you, did not me? <laughs> How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Yes. Um, d- not been doing as much in-game as I'd like, but I did <clears throat> sneak an extra commander in before they uh, made Horizons a thing for everybody. Another command? Oh, right, so you get the paint jobs. Oh, no, my, my existing commanders get the paint jobs. This, this is a genuine only... hasn't ha- never bought Horizons commander. And I, I named him after the famous Drew Peacock of the uh, LHS 340 advert fame. And he's now landed in LHS 340 to take up permanent residence in his ship, the Flaccid Mamba. <laughs> the Flaccid Mamba. <laughs> Indeed. Awesome. So, so many, was this your second account or? I, I, it's not as many as Hanky. <laughs> But nobody more, nobody more has than as sh- many as More than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, have you actually managed to do anything on the character? I mean, obviously you have, because you've got a Mambo already. I mean, yeah, I did. I did the uh, obviously did the uh, intro bit, and then flew around the noob zone, um, which there's still a surprising amount of commanders in. There's always very I'm, very busy in there if you fly oh, in open. Yeah. I've never experienced the newbie zone. It's again, it's not something you can do without either resetting or buying a new commander um but it's really nice to see how many people are in there because obviously they in theory must be all new commanders in theory um, so there's still a lot of people either coming in or resetting or whatever <clears throat> and there's no salt and there's no nastiness and there's no ganking and there's no it's just lots of people shouting at each other to wing up and try this and would you like to do that or do you know how to do this or whatever oh, that's it's really cool. quite a cool place to be yeah but obviously then you have to um leave Make, make uh, me want to buy another account just so I can experience it. Yeah, I, I, I would recommend it, especially with yeah. getting Horizons built in now as well. So um, definitely something I'd at least recommend a reset if you're not 
precious about your commander and all the hard work you put in, or possibly get a second commander if you've not done that before? I've got two spare commanders that I've never even logged in with. I bought them when the sales were on. <laughs> I've never used them. <laughs> yeah, I'll, keep, I'll keep these spare, just in case. <laughs> you never know. He, he says he says spare. They're the ones that he flies around with off the Hutton Helper doing naughty things. <laughs> Are you actually the dastardly Don's henchman with one of those and you're not admitting it? Ah. And the other one's one of Hanky's clones. <laughs> I that will tell you, but I have to... <laughs> you. <laughs> Wasn't that from Elite 2, not Elite Dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Deadme, have you got up to anything else? Um, we, we've mentioned the uh, the Tuesday nights. Yes. Uh, um, as always, lo lots of fun there. Um, lots, I, lots of good roles. Again, it's, yes, it's not weekly, is it? So I can point out that I did turn David's eyes off. Yes. Oh, and, and oh, I mean, you... The thing is, I mean, with all the good roles that you had uh, this week, expect next week to be absolute rubbish. Well, we have had 74 weeks of bad roles, so... Yeah, but you only get one in every 74 yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one of the... More than one good week of roles might be might be worthwhile, but yes. <laughs> um, yes, I, again, with the big audience that we have, I'd like to point out that it was David who said this room is full of robots, which prompted me to quietly under the table released an EMP forgetting of course that he's got robotic eyes um, I, I can't see working. anymore it's your fault I don't we're spending some of our hard earned cash on EMP proofing <laughs> my, my head Indeed, we're going to yeah. put a, a tinfoil hat around me or something and he's demanding you all pay for it because <laughs> you're paying for it you you bust them you've mend them is it you bend it you mend it we, I don't we, think he's ever going to forgive you for this we conned a barmaid into selling her soul so you'd get them fixed for free I know, right? Well, what an evil thing to do, and you're meant to be the good guys. Oh, no, I'm not. You, you, I, um, I'm walked. hanging around with some good guys. I'm not one of the good guys. You balked at the idea of being pirates, and yet you will gladly sell her poor girl's innocent soul. We didn't sell her soul. We asked her if she wanted to sell her soul, and she said yes. You offered because... five grand. No, that was Hober. Oh, okay. Sorry, my mis my mistake. And to be fair, if her soul's only worth five grand, it's not really worth saving. Well, she was a little bit down and out, you know? Uh, hard times and all that jazz. <laughs> well, like I say, I didn't sell her. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I think you've got your money's worth. I think we got our money's worth out of it. <laughs> well, at least Dave can see now. Yes. And all's I've got well. my eye on you. Anyway. I, yes. That's, are you going to get the upgrade that makes them independent as well, so you can look in different directions? <laughs> oh God, I'm going to uh, get, get the whole um, what, what do we call it? Um, you know, lizard upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> or independently swiveling, you know, eyes. Oh, that. Oh, cool. Can you get a chameleon skin augment? That would be uh, interesting. Anyway, before uh, we go into you can get a suit. yeah, before we go too far into that, it's for the for the mug. <laughs> for the mug. <laughs> I think it's me next, and I've got Flossie. How have you been? Ah, it's not too bad, thank you. Good. Wait, you've been up to, been busy with the old community goals then? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I did the uh, the trading run, obviously. I don't do mm -hmm. shooty stuff. Uh, well, but... you tell us you don't do shooty stuff. We know. I do! Well, <laughs> apart from the, uh, I've done a bit of shooting of the... Uh, Sentinels when I've been trying to get yeah. the FSD thingy. You didn't get to elite in combat without shooting a few things. 
<laughs> on one of my accounts, she got me into mostly harmless. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to sort that out. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I did CG. Um, mm-hmm. When I logged off last night, I was in top ten percent. And when I logged in today, I was in top ten commanders, like I everybody else. I mean, I saw you mention it. I thought I have to rush home immediately. In fact, if you <laughs> did, if you did both CCG, you'll be yes. top ten commanders in both of them. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I get ten million credits for each one. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So that was a <laughs> quite a surprise. <laughs> a quite a nice surprise, though. Man, there's no participants, <laughs> according to the, the information. Yeah. yeah, so it would be just you. <laughs> that, that's uh, that's so excellent. Other than that, I've not really done much. No. Oh. <laughs> been quietly at all. Yeah. Playing, playing various yeah. things. You Taking... haven't bombed anybody from a, a World War II bomber or anything recently then, no? Oh, um, recently I've done a scenario on this high. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was flying Tu two and uh, bombing. Which uh, see, you've got yeah. the bloodlust. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't I, actually. It's not so bad in in is high because if you die, you just up again. Mm. You don't lose anything. You don't lose. You don't have credits to lose. Yeah. You know. So. So you, you just, just do the scenario again. <laughs> With the scenario, well, okay, it's yeah. a bit. A little bit more, um, you know, you get so many lives usually. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I see. Yeah, so I'm, um, I've got what I was saying, I was thinking of something. Oh, it must have been a oh, lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to tell us you're mostly again. <laughs> I've been trying to keep fit with uh, playing Beat Saber and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> and how, how, are you, how are you getting on with that? Uh, not too bad. Um Yeah. Yeah, got got some reasonable. Once I learned to do it properly, sort of really uh, throw my arms about. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that would keep you fit. Yeah, so I'm getting. I'm finally started getting my thirty minutes exercise every day. Oh, good, very good. That's more than mm. I get. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I find you. I find that not not going shopping has a big difference on me. Oh yeah, will do. Yeah, amount of exercise. Because mm-hmm. cause you go shopping with Robbie, he he gets one thing, mm-hmm. then he thinks of something else at the other end of the supermarket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then he yeah. thinks of something else back at the other end, then he mm-hmm. thinks of something else back at the other end, <laughs> and you're up and down, up and down, almost do about five miles every time. Yeah, you walk going to the shop about <laughs> ten times. Absolutely. You need to introduce him to the joys of lists. <laughs> well, actually, since the lockdown, he has been more into lists we've been doing a list but it doesn't stop him sort of <laughs> yeah he's still, <laughs> still, still an impulse shopper around. yeah yeah still um still gets lots of other things and you're sort of wandering <laughs> up and down the shop oh yeah. geez it's great yeah. fun <laughs> oh yeah it sounds like it <laughs> anyway uh yes. i think i've probably bored everyone enough so i'll just say for Never. the mug <laughs> for the mug for the mug for the mug uh, it's me to talk to. Oh, Gal Midden, how the devil are you? Hello. Uh, I'm fine, but we're talking to you. Come on, there. More detail, more detail. Pops it. 
this current situation. But in uh, the news, I am greatly looking forward to this weekend with the Spooky Bismal contest. Mm. I don't know if you don't know if you've heard about it, but uh, it's Mr. Psycho Cow, yeah. Yeah, so Cow, uh, the two Simons and Antares have been very much busy, hard at work, loading everything up, and it's sounding fantastic. And I've spent the last couple of weeks putting together little country um, intros. I really enjoyed doing all those along the lines of Eurovision. It's this country up next, and let's see a little bit about the people and some traditional music from that country. Little 13, 40-minute snippets. I've loved it. It's going to be good fun. Whenever nice, I think nice country, leaf. I think you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I think that's what it said down here. I think that's what it said down here. I've not been in the leap for a while, but uh, I'm sure I'll get back into it once um, this this Odyssey stuff and so on happens. And yeah, I think we'll all be excited for that, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Life moves on. Nice to hear everyone again. Liar. No. <laughs> You're so mean. Bossy, pan that man quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good to hear from you, uh, Galmidden, as well. We haven't spoken in, in ages, so it's it's uh, nice nice to hear. All right. Yeah. And looking forward to the spooky Eurobismal song contest. Yes. Yeah, what absolutely. time and where can we listen to this masterpiece? It is on Sayakukau's Twitch channel, and it's at 8pm UK time on Saturday. So twitch.tv forward slash Sayakukau. That's the one. Yep. And and obviously anybody sort of talking during it, are you using a, a TeamSpeak for... Uh... There, there is TeamSpeak. Um, people can join in on the Twitch, so I think there's going to be plenty of chat going on in the Twitch. Not so much talk in the TeamSpeak, because I've got, I think he's got 32 entries so there's 32 videos um, of songs to go through, and he's worked out a really good schedule. I believe it's something like eight, eight, eight countries go back to back, and then a little bit of chat about them, and then on to the next eight. It just gives people a bit of time to go and have their breaks and top up their glasses and that sort of thing. Um, so he's also got a halftime special that you can't tell us about, and I'm quite intrigued. I don't know what that would be. An extravaganza. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't involve Simuth and undressing again. <laughs> oh no, oh no, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> Leftover Janet Jackson dresses, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the update from me, so good to hear from you all. And, uh, Thank you very much. Good to, it is good to hear from you. Yep. Yeah. It'll be good to see everyone again as well at some point. Yeah. At some point in the future, some point. I just hope we can all enjoy some Christmas time. Yeah. I'm hoping for right now. Yeah. We're in the uh, north, the north of England, as Swassie will tell you. Things things are a bit difficult up here. It's tough up there. It's, it's tough up north, yes. Aye. <laughs> anyway, all the best. Thank you. So, Flossie, it's your turn. Oh, right. Me again already. Right. Um, so, I, oh, I get to talk to you. <laughs> and, uh, well, I haven't done anything apart, apart from exploding, exploding vegetables on my face. I've done, <laughs> I've done very little, really. That's how you phrase that. The only yes. time I've cooked aubergines, I've sliced them first. Yes, well, this this was for an Indian, <laughs> Indian meal, and I just uh, forgot to do the um, 
I forgot to use my prick before I put him in the oven. That would have saved Did, me. Yeah. Was, that, was that an Indian fireworks night there? <laughs> it, was a, it was like a bloody dis- disappearing rope trick. All over the place. I don't know. So, so <laughs> that I, must that, have been a sight. It was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it hurt. But then, never mind, it's my own stupid fault. Man, so, that, that, that wound doesn't look too bad on your face. It's not massive, no, is well, it? No, it's the only bit of my face that looks good. The rest of it looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to go and find some... No, I'm just going to say I'm going to find some hot machine to plunge my face into. I think that's just leading us down the wrong way. I'm just going to save for the mug. <laughs> I think that's safest. Okay, thank you for okay. the mug. Dead mate. Yeah, it means it's me, and I get to chat to Litherbreaker. How's it going, chap? Good evening. Pretty good, no, what, thank you. How what's you? your month been up to? Oh, this and that. Uh, mi- missing community goals seems to have been the, the theme for me this this month. We know we, we, we were missing them when they weren't there. We're not supposed to be missing them now. Oh, yeah, but when, when you turn up just as they're completed or you find you can't play because you get to the site and then you run out of time and just kind of missing them. But, 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 yes, well, we have fuel rats, but we don't have time rats. Yeah, sadly not. <laughs> so, so this week I ignored the CGs and uh, went to Narensis to do some hitting people instead. Excellent. Well, that's working because we're winning. Yeah, four days we're done now. I think. Indeed, we have won. We've got the the installation, and Ooh. now now it's control we're after. So yes, rally your troops. Indeed. Tell them that's not right. to stop. So I've I've left my fleet carrier there because I thought it would be busy out at the Colsac, and I've flown out in a, a little lightweight jumpy ship to the Colsac Nebula instead. I'm just arriving there within the next couple of jumps. Yeah, I haven't gone yet, but I'm just planning on it. Yeah, looks like it's going to be interesting. Other than that, um, no, work is work and um, lockdown is lockdown and um, never the twain shall meet. Well, yes, I, I'm quite enjoying it. I get to work in my house. Yeah, me too. I, I've now got a 90 degree turn in my chair to go from work to playing games rather than a five minute walk home. Oh, I just uh, flick the input on my monitors over. Well, you see, I don't want to waste this powerful gaming machine on work. I use the oh, works laptop. Oh, no, I've got, I've got a works laptop plugged into the second input on the two monitors. Oh, and yeah. my PC plugged into the primary input. So tap the little switch on the back of the monitor to switch over. Hey, presto. You, you see, don't even need to move the chair. Lockdown is making us all ingenious. Mm, it's brilliant. But yeah, other than that, uh, I guess it's a for the mug from me. Thank you very much. And David, I believe. And it's, it's my turn to say good evening to PBSF Ghost. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, David. Thank you for having me. And obviously, uh, all, all of our love and uh, condolences to you. Thank you. I uh, can't, can't, can't imagine uh, how your week's been. Re- really can't. But, um, you know, re- really good of you to come and join us. Hopefully the company is uh, at least giving you uh, a, a bit of a break this week. Yes, it has. Um, I'd just like to say to the radio crew, thank you very much. You all recognised me. Um, no, no, it's the it's the least we can do, mate. It really yeah. is. You know, we're, we're we're here. We're here as friends. If you need us, all of us are here. You know, you can pop into the show, say hi. I mean, yeah, I've already said you can message me, but you know, we're always about if you if you need some company. Uh, you are all good people. I tell you, I listen to you every week on the radio, um, and on a mug. 
basically. Thank you. Very much. Yeah, well, I had, a, I had a quick question, if it's okay with you. Obviously, one of the things I asked you, I asked you privately, um, was that wh whether um, there was a, any particular charity or any um, anything you were doing in, in memory of uh, Mary as well, and um, whether you want to just give it a quick mention. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got a Just Giving page for Mary Bond. Um, I can't. I don't even, I can't remember the we'll, actual link. We 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 will share the link as well, if that's okay with you, with, with just the community put, here. I just put the link into the uh, into the Twitch chat. Oh, thank you, thank you very yeah. much. Um, and and obviously that that is that is for um, raising for was it did, did I say I'm just calling it up on screen at the moment? It's for St Raphael's um, Hospice. It, yes, yeah. they were absolutely fantastic people. There. Absolutely, they cared for Mary. From the beginning to the end, and uh, work says. Well, it it is lovely to hear that when when these and obviously they these places do care and they they do a wonderful wonderful job. Um, so it, it's it's a it's a good cause. So you know, I'll I'll be I'll be you know, ch chucking a um, a couple of pennies in in, in memory um, as well to say thank you to them for all of their their support. Thank you very much. And before we all go, or before I go. I just want to say I'll buy every one of you a drink at next elite meet. Oh well, you, you don't have to, but it will be much appreciated. We'll will, we'll probably I buy you one straight back. You, you will, but I will definitely <laughs> be there. Yeah, well, it'll be it'll be you know really really good to see you. And in the meantime, you know, just have a big virtual hug from all of us. And um, if you need us, you know where we are. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah, no problem. Right, handing over to is it Amelia? I think so. For, for, for uh, one of our special guests from from the news, the fatherhood news. Tell Hello, me everyone. more. Hello, everyone. We I just wanted to pop over to say uh, thank you for fe featuring our story today, and uh, we really enjoyed your program. And uh, I'm an avid listener of your program on a weekly basis. So, thank you very much. Well, no, thank thank you from yeah from from us as well. I mean, as as um, Sean and I put together the scripts, you know, with with the rest of the team, it's always lovely to have community stuff in. So, you know, thank you so much for allowing us to share it as well. Uh, that's not a problem, and uh, it's okay that you butchered uh, Sloth Peralta's name. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> well, put my teeth back in. Put somebody's teeth back in. We are experienced butchers. Yes, yes, no, no, it's much appreciated. And yes. uh, he did ask that a, a correction is to be made. It was not pot noodles, it was uh, chili and cornbread from the USA. So <laughs> we will, I'm sure, in the edit, um, try and remember to, um, yeah, mention that one, maybe on screen. That's okay. That's fine. And obviously, if you have more. You know, send them over. You know, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll share links to your news show as well. It's a very, very good news broadcast. If you want to shamelessly plug it, go ahead now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would shamelessly plug it. We have a Twitter feed, uh, News Fatherhood, uh, which kind of is our main communication channel. Uh, we also have a daily podcast, which I'm currently working on to release. And we also have a weekly uh, YouTube, uh, which kind of delves a little bit more deeper into all the news and happenings for any states and conflicts that happen in all the star systems that uh, the fatherhood wing actually inhabit and uh, we have a bit of fun with it uh, don't take it too seriously but um, it kind of adds a flavor for any commanders that are flying through um, our space as we like to call it we see ourselves as the local uh, news broadcast uh, of uh, you know complementing galnet cool so i mean um what systems 
Um, tell me more. <laughs> so we uh, obviously our home plan, uh, our home system is a Heijin Guy, and we span all over Heijin Guy and uh, the neighboring systems. Of really, if you look on Inara for the Fatherhood, you can see all our systems there. Uh, and you know Heijin Guy, Sherry. Uh, now you're asking uh, Kia. Um, all of those and what we do at the fatherhood news is we kind of add flavor to all the factions give them um, you know stories that would kind of fit their uh, allegiances and states create characters for them and then develop them and uh, most of the time we eventually assassinate them or kill them in a massive accident excellent and and uh, what times do you broadcast at normally what is so the podcast is a daily podcast. We I'm currently producing episode ten, um, and the weekly one we try and get out around uh, Sunday evening. Um, and it's mainly you know we're we're a wing mainly aimed at uh, people who don't take the game probably too seriously and uh, kind of have best, fun best and way. professionals. Yes, so, so it sounds like you're you're our brother from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yes, and and like I said, your broadcast does bring a smile when someone is at, when certainly myself trying to fly around and trying to film for the for the for the YouTube uh, and uh, uh, create content that I hope commanders will enjoy, and I appreciate that it's very much local to our space, but sometimes it's nice to hear what other other factions are doing, and that you're not alone in the black. That's awesome. Well, we need we need to get you on to maybe do a guest presenting on our show sometime. If if you do have a Thursday evening free, and one or two of your team fancy coming and joining us for a guest present of our show as well, you'd be more than welcome as special guests and uh, represent the Fatherhood and, and do a bit of a live broadcast on Hutton as the Fatherhood. Uh, I well, obviously with lockdown, the current situation, and where I am turning into tier three, uh, Thursday nights is definitely free for the foreseeable future, shall we say. But we will be in touch. Well, always. You've got my Twitter handle, so I'm just going to plug it again, which is News Fatherhood. And, uh, you know, that's where I communicate most of uh, the things for our wing and also uh, the fatherhood.space uh, uh, website. So please come visit us. Come say hello. And uh, I think I, I, I'm going to enjoy saying this for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. For the mug. Right, I think it's me next, and I have Vantian. What have you been up to this week? Any exploding vegetables? Oh no, no, no exploding vegetables for me. I uh, I jumped on board um, the the hanky carrier, mm -hmm. having found myself accidentally back in the bubble when I wasn't supposed to be because I'd forgotten I'd parked on the ruby. Oh, right, okay. Which then flew back, and I got out to go. And oh, I'm going to go do stuff in Colonia. Oh God, no! I'm in. I'm in Narnia. I, I went through the wardrobe. I ended up in Narnia along with uh, Snuggles McKeague. So um, yeah, I, I then hopped across to the hanky carrier. Um, got caught up in the incident halfway back. Um, I'm now in Colonia, but the problem is, I suspect I'm not going to be there for very long because I can't actually log in to get off the carrier before oh, he leaves no. to go home. <laughs> so I, if anybody in a few days' time. Wants to give me a lift back to Colonia. Can you not just pop on tonight and get off? And I, I, I might have to see whether I can just sort of log to. in and float in space nearby or something. I may, I may yeah, have to. Maybe while the edit's going on. Hey, we've got an extensive edit after this one, after the bloopers. Mm -hmm. Did you want me to buy a carrier and come out and get you? <laughs> no, I'll tell you <laughs> well, what, I'm going to try. You your nouveau riche mining money. <laughs> 
held bourgeois. Yeah. Just like that. Yes. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm, I'm going to see maybe if I can I can hop on this evening and at least float in space near Hanky's carrier and wave it goodbye um, <laughs> before he takes me all the way back to Bubble. Other than that, um, I got myself a little one of those little Arduino computers and a tiny little um, one and a half inch screen, and I've oh, actually I been programming that. up 3D rotating spaceships. So I um, we had a news article a couple of weeks back. Um, where there was a chap who was sort of uh, reverse engineering a bit how you know Braben and Bell on the original 1984 Elite you know did the spaceships and drew them with the you know, faces showing but you know not not transparent wireframe but yeah. just the faces near you and then I found some code by Okobo Heavy Industries where they'd done it on a computer themselves um, a more powerful version of the Arduino. So I sort of looked at their code and I looked at the maths behind it and I read all these articles and I thought, I'll give this a go. And I managed to get a spinning Cobra going, which was awesome. I loved all for it. a spinning spaceship, David. Yeah, for a spinning spaceship. <laughs> but, uh, but, but then it's because, oh, I, but I want all of them. I want all 23 or nearly, nearly 30, including the boulders and all the bits and bobs you had in game. And then I hit a roadblock that after three, I ran out of memory on the, on the device. <laughs> you're um, you're so, very bored during lockdown, aren't you? Yeah, so I then I then spent a whole day because um, the S you got the S RAM anyway. It's complicated, yeah. but I then spent a whole day working out how to get all twenty three of the ships in a space um, on this board, and I finally got it sorted. So I've got thargoids and boulders, awesome. and do you know what? Yeah. No, that would look awesome in a cockpit mock-up as well. It's just got the right look about it. It does with that with the, with those little um, OLED screens yeah. on on black oh, with, the, yeah. with the white lines. Um, mm. I mean, they are very small on these screens, so they're only uh, one and a half inches. So it plugs directly into the breadboard. But you know, I'm sitting here in the cockpit, and I've got my stream deck there, and my, my other, you know my keyboard here. Yeah, yeah. And then between the middle of the two of them, I've just got a thing sitting there, spinning away with cobras and anacondas, and just Perfect. like 1984 Elite. And it is, um, I know it's a bit geeky, but I really enjoyed the. I, I enjoyed getting back into the programming as well. Oh yeah. Uh, programming's always been a bit of a mystery to me. I don't yeah. know what switch but on. So I had, a, I had a new board delivered today, which is more powerful. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be giving that a go. Right. And okay. so, so that board thing is the actual computer then? Yeah, I mean... With the pegs... Yeah, it's a tiny little board with, with legs on it and just a little um, USB socket on one end, and mm. you program it from the computer, and then when you hit go, the screen lights up and everything starts spinning. So you, you're compiling everything in C... <laughs> And um, yeah, you just okay. hit go and spaceships spin. I mean, that's that's it. You're going to move up to the Spectrum version now. <laughs> well, well, I was going to do cars. I was going to port the code over to the computer <laughs> you see, so that I can put the projector at the next ECM and, and actually project spinning wireframe stuff. Yeah, he thinks this is in color, by the way. It's purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, but no, it's been it's been really good fun, and it's been a blast from the retro past as well. But other than that, yeah, boo lockdown, boo stuck at home, yeah. boo not seeing anybody. Yeah, well, miss, you've, miss you you've guys. had a day or two of of mindfulness, a day or two of placid calmness as you sit and program spaceships into a, a tiny computer. Well, no, I had to wait till the family went to bed, so it ended up being a three o'clock in the morning oh, finish. Geez. By the time I looked at my watch and went, "Oh my god, no." Oh, no. <laughs> It's 3am. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit zombie afterwards. But, yeah, mm. you get that little hit of, yes, I've got it working. And <laughs> I've been swapping notes with um, Evenstar, Commander Evenstar, who oh, also yeah. likes such things. So um, we've been sort of sharing some of the code. And Evenstar and I have got cunning plans for arcade machines for the next ECM and all sorts. Fantastic. That just that's it's good to be planning that far ahead as well. And if yeah. if anybody else has a little Arduino on one of those tiny screens and wants to have a look at some of the code, just drop me a message and I'll 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 share it and show you what I did. 
I hope I have. I've just been telling him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'll, I'll probably upload another video once I add text to it and things. But I mean, that's so that's been my week is sort of geeky programming and and not getting off a um, a fleet carrier in time. indoor activities. You, you mentioned yes. jumping on the fleet carrier. You've you've neglected to mention your um, jumping off. He hasn't jumped off. <laughs> no, that's not the, not the fleet carrier. Jumping off something else. Yes. The, the, oh, no, was... yeah, and I, I fell out the loft. Yes. Well, yeah, ju- jumping isn't maybe the right word. <laughs> no, I, I sort of, I was, I was above the house in the loft, and then there's a big hole in the floor, and then the hole in the floor became a big bump on the floor below after I sort of misstepped slightly, and he, ac- <clears throat> he accidentally fell through a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> I didn't make my own hole. I went through the pre-existing hole. Um, that was so, very considerate of you. It was very considerate <laughs> of me. So, so, yeah, I, I was upstairs looking for my manly, manly box of cables that I can never throw away to find something I desperately needed. Mm-hmm. I take it the the box of manly cables still has an OK thirty three ten charging cable in it. Then, oh, it's got it's got everything. But yeah. unfortunately, it landed on me after I fell out the loft, so I got hit by the box of cables. Excellent. It's good. I mean, that that sounds like a good compacted event. There, everything happened. <laughs> A, you see, and you thought you area. thought me get you thought me getting hit by an exploding vegetable was funny. This yeah. is better. Yeah, but that was just yours was messy, Sean. You took up a good area. <laughs> David kept it compacted into one area. Everything yeah. fell on his head. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, I, there was somebody who suggested I'd gone up in the loft to to get Christmas decorations down because my my other half is a, a big fan of Christmas. Obsessed, and, obsessed. I think is the word you're yeah, looking for. Other than the ones that landed on me because they fell out as well. No, I did not bring Christmas decorations down yet. Not till December, but a few did land on me. That's great. Sean can send her a comic a comically shaped Christmas vegetable then. <laughs> the Christmas aubergine, aubergine only for this year Christmas aubergine it just sits quietly wheezing and whining in the corner and it could go off any time <laughs> which is a bit like me going well, through the whole of the floor yeah. I just could yeah. I could fall at any point Yeah, when the aubergine explodes that's Christmas but also you're saying you, you've not only fell out the loft but you crushed your baubles I did crush my baubles I did. I only crushed one bauble though He's only got the one, but it's a beauty. Twenty <laughs> ones only got one bobble. Yes, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. But other other than that, from me, it's um, for for this bit of me talking. It's a for the mug. Thank you. I think you were their final their final person in Green Room, weren't you? It's final contestant. Final contestant. Final contestant. Door number three. Are you sure? That takes us neatly to the end of the Green Room week on the show. Obviously, we do this once a month now. It used to be more regular than that, but um, we moved it to once a month. So the last show of any month is a Green Room week like this. If you want to pop in and say hi, do as all these lovely people did here and come and join us. Um, <clears throat> turn your microphones up as well a bit. So we, so uh, that one or two of you have uh, quiet microphones, but we, we've boosted you for the output, so you sound glorious on the recording when we edit it. Um, obviously, we've got a bit of work to do in order to get this uploaded to YouTube tomorrow after the technical shenanigans. Um, but we are going to be uploading this show to YouTube, so you'll be able to share it with your friends looking at the fatherhood there um, so they can catch up on the show. Um, and, of course, Ventura is going to do his usual wizardry with the audio podcast. The audio podcast will be out in the next little bit as well, which you can find on media.forthemug.com, along with five years of past broadcasts. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming to join us. It's lovely to hear from you all we do miss everybody terribly so it's been a a wonderful experience to catch up with you um so next week same time 2030 
that's galactic time now because we've caught up with galactic time or have we or have we lapsed back to galactic time i can never remember back to galactic yeah hutton spring, time spring forward fall back yeah 2030 hutton time next week uh, on all the usual channels does anybody else have anything to add same other than time same hutton place ish ish, ish. yeah and obviously thank you to the radio team uh, co-presenters writers and performers as well it's always lovely to have you along for the ride. Um, if you've got nothing else to add, other for than the mug? for the mug to everybody, for the mug, for the mug, for the mug. So, Palantir, take no, it away. I'm... Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off? Journey too long, a cargo too small Profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere Loading all the teen out to the brim With the rest for the more for the more, for the more, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more, yeah, everybody's seen the trucker song. Flossie always seems to crash into the sun Skibbolized the pilot on the Xbox One Having out the free, you know, leads us well Truck across the galaxy, now everybody out For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen the Hutton Chuckers song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen the Hutton Chuckers song. That I can land on And I'll give you cargo And sing you my song No point Twenty-two light years To go Cruising to Journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins Never really mattered at all We're 
gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, any time, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chuckers song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chuckers song